Hello and welcome to the Crystal Men. I'm Jim. And I'm Tom. And we have a special guest today, Neverpaint. Neverpaint, would you like to introduce yourself? I don't know who you mean. I'm Bismuth. Uh, Crystal Crystal (laughs) Warrior. Hi. Um, Yeah, you can look at my uh, Bismuth drawing. As soon as this episode comes out, I'm going to repost it on my Twitter at Neverpaint. You can also look at my art there. And I'm here to talk about a very special episode. Yes. Yeah, we're so uh, very excited we're talking, to have you. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm Thank all you. I'm all nervous and excited because <laughs> I'm super excited about this episode. But yeah, definitely check out Never Paints Art. I'm a huge fan. It, it's super great, it's super and good. yeah, Bismuth, Bismuth looks great. I will also include uh, his Gemsona in this uh, in like the YouTube version of this episode, as well as uh, I forgot to do it in the past. Uh, Tom and my Gemsonas. <laughs> so uh, now you'll see Jade on screen, which is Tom's. And oh. mine, which is Gray Anatasa so or Anatase. <laughs> I'm totally looking yeah, at the Dutch name at the same time. Google and see how it's pronounced. <laughs> that would have been a good idea. <laughs> It'll be all right. So, yeah, we're talking about Giant Woman today. Yes, and what an episode! I mean, like yeah. watching it again st- still stands out as one particularly great episode. Yeah, I was just blown away by how much I was smiling during it. Like, I was just so happy watching this episode. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I love... Um, well, I, I love the music, especially, uh, when everything's happening. But, like, just the whole episode was just pleasant. And, uh, I mean, God, the, the backgrounds this whole episode were just gorgeous. Yes. Yes. I mean, like, the art was just amazing to watch. Yeah, that entire, like, mountain, like, the Heaven Beetles temple is just so cool, and I just want to live there. It just looks incredible. Yeah. You're going to fall and die. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I've recently started rewatching Stephen Universe with my roommate, uh, who hasn't seen it yet. And oh, wow. it was it was my goal for the first... Uh, for a first night of watch Stephen Universe to at least get to a giant woman so that he guaranteed will be hyped about the show. <laughs> and it worked. Hell yeah. Yeah, this is definitely that episode early on that like that hooks people in because it just A, it opens up so much, and B, it's just just a good episode. Like I mean, fusions as a as a concept I always loved. So I remember watching this, I'm like, I want to see all of them now. <laughs> It's funny because, like, I think a lot of people have rightly noted that this is, I don't want to say, like, it's a reference to Dragon Ball, but it feels kind of very similar to Fusion and Dragon Ball. Sure. Yeah. But in that, they hardly did anything fun with Fusion. But in Steven Universe, like, I remember when this episode came out, just, like, the idea that any gems can fuse, even at the end of the episode, Garnet says, like, oh, Steven, yeah, you can fuse too. Yeah. And it's, like, <laughs> it really just puts so much... Like, it gets your imagination working. You're just like, oh, what would Garnet and Amethyst look like fused? Absolutely. And, like, that brings up a good point. I mean, obviously, it does get compared to Dragon Ball Z because that's what a lot of people saw first with fusion. But Dragon Ball Z only ever does it for fighting's sake. Like, I mean, I, I mm-hmm. like, right off the bat, Steven kind of acts as the audience and is asking some, like, some actual yes. questions about fusion, like... <laughs> Do you guys share stomach? Is it one body? Is it two bodies? Like, you know, he's asking exactly the kind of stuff I would have been thinking about. Um, 
and I mean, obviously, we learned throughout the series that they play around with fusion a ton. But like, even this episode, you get a good glimpse into what it means for the individual characters versus like, oh, we just need to become a stronger fighter, you know? Yeah, it's it's just just done super well. Like, yeah. I like how you see them kind of fail at it at first, and it, we're seeing like how it works. And then like once we actually get the opal reveal, we don't even get to see them do it again. Like. I just think that's a really great way to reveal the character. I know we're kind of jumping ahead, but, yeah, but... I think that this is just like a fun discussion because uh, fusion is like the coolest thing in Steven Universe. Yeah, My favorite is... quote from this episode was, we only fuse if it's absolutely necessary. Oh, Garnet is back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's lot, awesome. A lot of these little teasers of the Garnet fusion. Uh, and that's great. Yeah, I do Garnet love very absent in this episode. She's like, diving in lava or something yeah she she makes a comment that she's the only one that can swim in lava which made me like like i almost google searched like does garnet have like a really high heat resistance resistance no, point or something no. well i just kind of but... assumed it's because she has ruby so oh, yeah that makes sense yeah. oh yeah so you know maybe she's just fire. fire immune but um i i, I like too how they it was a kind of a good thing having garnet be mainly absent from this episode because if she was there i feel like it would be a little hard to um to keep her given away the goat too early exactly i mean either you have her react and like fans are able to predict it like super super easily or you have her not react at all to them talking about fusion and then it seems weird and out of character you know Mm Hmm. and what's cool about her reaction too is how nonchalantly she treats it at the end too which i i really like and it really makes it feel like it doesn't feel out of character like it doesn't feel like she's hiding anything no yeah because fusion is just every day like exactly yeah it's every day bro so i guess we can just kind of jump into like the actual recap portion uh it's pretty i mean uh, like as i said it's pretty straightforward uh most of the episode just like to me, it felt like it just was, like, gliding by, like, effortlessly. Oh, yeah. I mean, th- they did a great job of just immediately setting uh, setting it up with <laughs> Stephen, Amethyst, and Pearl uh, playing the checkers game. Just to, just to initially kind of get that hostility between the two characters. Mm-hmm. And this is just, like, classic early Stephen... Like, he's just kind of hanging around doing bullshit, like, throwing water balloons at them when they move. Not even <laughs> if they get, like, a peace loss. If they just move. <laughs> and, and, like, they both went along with it, too. Yeah, it's just nice. Yeah, just... I, 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 I love them. <laughs> Stephen it was really... always these moves. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, Stephen doesn't really do a lot throughout this episode. He's just kind of hanging around and... and complaining or like asking them to fuse <laughs> the whole time and then gets eaten and uh, then he's very excited about seeing that fusion and sings a song but yeah. this episode is really not about Steven um, yes yeah, yeah it's definitely definitely Pearl and Amethyst centric I think Steven works really well in this episode for that being that character like he's kind of the audience surrogate where he, he's like totally out of the loop uh, but he's also given opportunities to be funny and I don't think he's really annoying in this episode. No, like, I don't think he's annoying at all. We just had Spork, uh, Sporktown uh, heroine on the last episode. Oh, yeah. And she was saying how uh, she 
found like she forgot how much early Steven is just like so annoying and the voice is like really grating. Uh, and I kind of had that reaction too, honestly. Yeah, I mean, well, there's definitely moments where Steven's childishness, like really childishness, sorry, <laughs> uh, really stands <laughs> out. But yeah, this episode, I mean, his his role in it was basically just to act as a catalyst for the action mm-hmm. that happens, whether it's, you know, goading them into, uh, into finally fusing and then literally by him being in danger have them come together you know he didn't actually yeah. perform any action to uh to get it to happen but that was they, they did it perfectly yeah and like not to say anything about the song the song is like probably one of the most like contagious earworms ever oh my god like, if i just think about earworm. it i sing it twice a day <laughs> <laughs> all i want to do you know it's weird though that that's, uh, uh, Stephen didn't bring his ukulele f- for this episode, even though it was an ukulele song. He had it like in serious Stephen. Yeah, that's a mm-hmm. great point. Actually, I'm surprised they didn't have him come with it for some reason. Like, he easily could have did done that, but oh, I don't know. Yeah, that is, yeah, that is yeah. a great point. I mean, I guess they just wanted to have him have the action of climbing the mountain. I guess. Who's to say? Yeah, but, yeah. Would have been complicated. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, to sum up the, the plot in like two seconds, uh, <clears throat> Stephen, Amethyst, and Pearl were outside. Uh, they wind up explaining fusion to him after they were complaining to each other. He gets amazed. He wants to see their fusion. And then Garnet's like, hey, we need to get these two beetles, which once again, we see these beetles turn into gems. Like, yeah. But why did they ha- have a house and a tower? Yeah, I was really confused by that. I, like, forgot all about that little detail because, yeah, in future we see the Heaven and Earth beetles are, like, cute little anthropomorphized beetle people that just, like, hang out together. And in this episode, they're, like, I guess this is supposed to be maybe they're corrupted, so they're just, like, actual beetles. Yeah, I mean, I, nah, I, I, I guess... As I understand it, they are just gems that lived on Earth during the during the time where it was uh, home of of gems of uh, homeworld gems, and they just lived there and had a house there, and then they got corrupted. Mm-hmm. As, as well as I see, like, and so that house was just like their their house from before from slash before. during the war. Yeah, yeah, that's what I. But they're little baby beetle bongos. Baby beetle bongos. I mean, they're as tiny as gems, so that makes sense. By the mm-hmm. way, um, I looked it up. We don't know what gemstones they are. They're just the heaven beetle and the earth beetle. And even uh-huh. later, they only call them beetle, even though they aren't beetles anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's a but yeah, there's some, some weird confusions with the gem door in this episode, especially regarding the bird monster. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's another thing that early Steven kind of drops is you'll see a lot of these monsters, these one-off monsters that they don't really fall into like the categories that we understand. Like they're not like gems or corrupted gems. They're just kind of monsters. weird parasites and monster creatures that hang out around gem structures. Yeah. yeah. And they, they never address it. Cause I mean, like it's not like they bubbled the bird. They just they didn't know destroyed it. That's... And, uh, okay. Yeah, but... the, the bird is a weirdo because the bird has gems in its stomach in the wall, yeah. like in little bubbles, like the, the temple bubbles in the stomach. And 
when Opal um, pulls Stephen out of the bird and the bird kind of dissolves, the gems don't come out or don't fall out or anything. The, but instead what falls out are like weird, like white gems that are little, have a little long shape and it's like 20 of them. And they all turn into these little birds. But the little birds also don't have gems. It's, yeah. I mean, what I've read is that it's probably a gem, uh, a corrupted fusion or something. It's a big fusion huh. that got corrupted in some way, but it's still weird that they didn't bother them. After yeah, I mean, that would make sense. Maybe it was like an early version of uh, of the, you know, shard uh, <laughs> shard testing. The, the force fusions. Yeah, the force yeah. fusions. I mean, there's there's definitely a lot of potential avenues from it, but I always I always wonder. I mean, it these early episodes just do not give you answers for this kind of stuff. I mean, like, and it's kind of fun because it creates like a mysticism yeah. in like the environment, especially how like fantastical some of the settings are, like in this episode. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, exactly. That's what they're going for these early episodes. The the fantastic. Um, which is kind of interesting. I think that's why the, the shift into more lore and science based was so interesting because it really set it up early on to be this fantastical aspect. And then when you get the big reveal that these were all gems and then we start learning about home world and, and their technology and things like that, it, it was very it, it was very much a more distinct tonal shift, which I, I do enjoy. Um, but it does kind of leave some questions for these early episodes, but that's kind of half the fun, like you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just kind of going back to the summary. So, yeah, they they end up going on their little adventure. Yeah, Garnet, like, this is another thing. Like, Garnet says, like, I'm the only one that can swim through lava, but it also kind of feels like she is, like, ushering them all towards the same path so that steven can do a thing and steven can see fusion and it's kind of it kind of does make sense from like a parental standpoint when you want to introduce like new ideas to your children you can't just like give it to them like full force sometimes you need to like prime them and i think that this episode kind of serves as a primer uh from just like like imagine how weird it would be for steven to not understand what fusion is but for garnet to defuse (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean geez that, let's talk about trauma in, in his best that happened in in the baby steven episode uh like four uh, four gems and a baby or something uh where mm-hmm. they infused and Steve, baby steven cried because uh, <laughs> it was so horrible that his parent just split in half <laughs> yeah, imagine I mean... that happening to you imagine just just your mom <laughs> splits into two tiny people <laughs> And she's like, yeah, two tiny people with distinct, different personalities, too. <laughs> it's like, uh, are you my mom? <laughs> yeah, I mean... But so... Oh, yeah, sorry? Uh, I was just gonna... Just going off of what you were saying, Garnet in this episode was great for that reason, because it was twofold, too. I mean, it was A, to allow Steven to grow, but B, have Amethyst and Pearl become closer together as a result. You know, I mean, she was really kind of forcing them to all... Uh, get together and have Steven act as that. I mean, she she said it. Make sure you maintain the harmony. Um, so I think it's just a very good uh, leader position to 
use Steven in a way that lets him grow and also keeps uh, keeps the rest of the team cohesive. Yeah, perfect. Perfectly stated. <laughs> was, was, there, was there really any urgency to go to the Beatles at the same time? Like, couldn't they just, like, went to the Earth Beetle and then to the Heaven Beetle as the whole team? That's a great point. Yeah, I mean, there really wasn't a particular time constraint, so they should technically have been able to, no problem. It doesn't feel like there's one, but maybe, like, this is just me spitballing, maybe Garnet was kind of aware that there was a threat like the bird that was um. going towards it, so they, she needed to act, they, they needed to act simultaneously. Yeah. Because we do see, like, if they hadn't gotten there, uh, if they just hadn't gotten there, the bird would have just eaten the gem, and the beetle probably would have just been, like, assimilated. Or Because we see, like, all the gems inside the bird are, like, in, like, sacks, and like, kind of bubble sacks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a weird, true. weird creature. And, I mean, there was, like, swords and and human stuff in there, which implies that there's been human interactions with this bird. So I, I mean, mean I guess just yeah. raids like villages down the mountain sometimes. It's it's like a popular <laughs> myth in these mountains. Yeah, the but it just it's so cool. That's such a great idea. It's so interesting though because again, like this is a clearly like I I would assume that many would have tried to ascend the mountain and uh, explore it just because natural human <laughs> curiosity. You'd, you'd think that you, you'd think that humans would explore gem ruins, but we don't really see that in Steven. Never Universe. see it, and it drives me crazy. I mean, at least this one is like floating in the air, and uh, that's true. Yeah, maybe this maybe this is just a barrier to entry, but it just it drives me insane because this would be the coolest shit. <laughs> I know I would immediately go explore all the gem stuff. I mean, we only see the we see the one explorer. What's his face? Um the the um, first mate he he yeah he's played by uh jamie right yeah like they kind of like they have jamie, jamie as a... him i forget what that episode is about though <laughs> yeah it's just him like exploring all the different uh like interesting places on earth that all happen to be from gems but i i, I don't remember enough about it we'll get to that episode but clearly one person did <laughs> <laughs> at least one human <laughs> just drives me crazy It'll never not drive me crazy. But yeah, so like going forward, uh, they end up getting eaten, or Steven gets eaten by the bird, and Steven Jr. also gets eaten by the bird. Oh, Steven and Jr., this... my man. <laughs> yeah, I, I love Steven Jr. He's the GOAT. Like, greatest I've of listened, all time. I li listened to this song a lot, and, and my version of the song was just a download from YouTube. So every time after the last note, after the last <laughs> piece of the song, it goes like, meh. <laughs> so, whenever I sing it, I just have to have the meh in my head, and it will stay there forever. It's part yeah. of the song. Uh, yeah, it, totally. Uh, oh, there's also one. There's a scene where they attempt to fuse because they're in danger with Steven still there, and they can't because they aren't in sync. They're not in harmony yet. And I, I love that uh, Amethyst does the stanky leg. I think yes, I she does do the stanky leg, and it's incredible. <laughs> I just Pearl's like, like ah. it's so funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Pearl. I I love Pearl so much, and this is a really good Pearl episode. But uh, she's just got she's got to be down with Amethyst dance moves. Be like, down with the it's kind of her problem. Well, it's interesting too how much easier fusion becomes for them later on. I mean, Steven with anybody, he can literally just like touch them by the end and fuse instantly. 
Whereas before, like, they always had to do the big dance prime up. Mm-hmm. I mean, and yeah, like... They have more unresolved problems and stuff, I think. Like, yeah. Yeah. Which is, it's just an interesting way to show that, like, as the series develops, they all kind of become more in harmony with each other and yeah. understand everyone better. Because, um, I mean, geez, like, the last episode when Steven's falling and, like, can just oh. fuse with the stones themselves, you know? Oh my god, I love that scene so much. That was like such an incredible moment. I know because in, in the final, at the finale. So, okay, let's throw every fusion you were wondering about together at once. <laughs> well, okay, I, I like on Instagram. I saw like a table once that had like little circles of all the crystal gems and all the fusions we've seen of them before. And there's still like sixteen pos- possibilities we haven't seen yet. So mm-hmm. <laughs> because yeah, I because guess we've when you never go for seen. The... We've never seen Ruby, Ruby and Amethyst Fuse, for example. Something like that. That would be so cool. And especially adding in, like, uh, Peridot and Lapis. There really yeah. is not any excuse why we didn't get those characters into, like, fun fusion combinations. Yeah, Peridot and Lapis definitely would have been a, a clear candidate for for the obvious fusions. I mean, geez. Yeah. It would have, uh, I'm sure a lot of uh, shippers online would have been very happy about that, too. Oh, yeah. And Peridon and Garnet, they had, like, a whole fusion tea scene. Yeah, 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 they did. I forgot about that. I really was expecting that to actually come to fruition. <laughs> it's kind of funny that, that uh, Peridot just has not done any type of fusion. Yeah. But, um, no, going... Uh, Going back to this episode, when Steven's singing the song, too, I like that there's a little tease about him being a giant woman, because, like, if it were me, I'd really want to be a giant woman. Yes. <laughs> like, Steve, you don't even know, Steven. You were gonna... You were going to uh, change the game, my friend. Yeah, and I think Garnet even says at the end, her line is like, you'll make a great fusion someday. And it's just like, oh, I know about Stevani. I get that reference. <laughs> oh, I got that. Two about Stevani, probably. Yeah. But, well, yeah, it depends That's on how, how far in the future she looks. But Stevani happens pretty pretty quickly in, right? It's, I don't remember. It's episode 37 or something like that. Wow, really? Oh, so wow. soon. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty early. I know because that's the last one that I've watched in my rewatch. <laughs> yeah, so I'm so excited because that's like, like as I said before, like fusion is like my favorite thing in Steven Universe, and it just gets me so excited thinking about like the possibilities. And I love like one thing that they do in this that could have easily just been done a different way is I like that they get different voice actors for every fusion. Yes, because yeah. it really makes them feel like their own character. Yeah, exactly. They could have easily just layered the voices on top of each other, which would have been like, you know, kind of awkward sounding. Yeah. But having it because I mean, that's how they treat fusion. It's not a combination of the two of them. It's an entirely new being, you know, but so I, I agree. I think having a new voice actor really helps to kind of push that through. Yeah. And that whole scene with opal at the end of this episode is just is so epic like not to like use a term that's really overused but the way that they handle like her size it makes it feel like she feels really big like just the way that it's it's drawn and all of her movements are super cool and she doesn't really feel like any character we've seen before very long i don't know i just so many limbs that move so elegantly looks like a big dancing spider or something 
Yeah. I was actually watching a uh, speed paint of an artist doing a... It's actually Muffet or Muppet. What's her name from Undertale? He was doing a... Yeah, he's doing a drawing of her. And he was commenting on how hard it is to draw characters that have more than two arms. Yeah. Or like to have more of like two sets of arms because like you have to be conscious of where it would move. And yeah, like Opal has such elegance when she moves around. It's really a testament to the animators. Yeah, no, I mean that the whole... The whole ending scene, like, you know, with her battling the bird is just from beginning to end is gorgeous. I mean, yeah, you see this, especially when you consider the context of like right before this, the two of them were like just failing and arguing. um, And then all of a sudden this elegant new person comes out and just it just instantly destroys this bird. And meanwhile, it's like that's they have like such a stoic attitude at first. Oh, it's just I I love Opal is my favorite of the fusions personally. Really, that's I think that's interesting. She's really high up for me, and I, it's just like I just wish we saw more of Opal. Same, but that's kind of why I like her too because we didn't get to see her that often. Um, but I just love like the elegance of her, and then I mean, yeah, when she was uh, telling Stephen that she knows who he is and like singing the song, it was just. Oh, it's oh. it's just like matronly and like just this awesome warrior woman i don't know it's just ah oh, i love her yeah i think they do a really good job at combining like if you want to say like amethyst has like a lot of energy and power where pearl has a lot of elegance also like amethyst irresponsibility too like and we kind of see that so like she's able to save steven but then she totally forgets about the mission goal yeah and and like just take Steven back thinking that they won because oh, yeah. like Amethyst is very like single minded. It's I think it's really cool how they have written the fusion characters and it's just something I love to like pay attention to whenever we see new ones or whenever like it's even more fun in reverse with Garnet. Yeah. To see how Ruby and Sapphire both act se- like separately when they're not together. It's really fun. Absolutely. I'd I have mean... to say, though, um, when the fusions get bigger and become more and more characters, they kind of lose this being a, their own character. When you look to Alexandrite, for example, she's really just all the film combined. And even when she speaks, you hear their voices. Like Yeah. So I, I guess if... I, I guess it's more complicated to mesh too many different personalities together. And that's why they did that. Also, like Obsidian is just a just a big monster. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just a big kaiju, basically. No, you're absolutely right, though. Anything past two, um, past oh, two three, of oh. the gems. Yeah, maybe th- like I mean, because Garnet, Garnet and Stephen, uh, I forget the name of it, but Sunstone, Sunstone, yeah. That I guess that I I never I really, love Sunstone. I love Sunstone, but I don't really see like. <laughs> the amalgamation of steven and garnet in it that much i see it as like it's steven's like uh optimism and bombast with garnet's uh like authority and um responsibility because sunstone's whole thing is like basically a uh what's the word for it like an after school special yeah, sort of character PSA. like follow the yeah psa character like follow the rules but it's i don't know i think yeah, they did a good job with breaking with, I think the fourth of breaking comes from uh, Sapphire's future vision and the fire from like Ruby. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess it's that's. Not, I guess you guys not are my favorite fusion. Right. It looks kind of weird. 
<laughs> yeah, I feel like Sunstone's pretty pretty unliked, but I think it's just a really fun design. Yeah. But I do love I I Opal is Opal is the one true fusion in my mind. <laughs> Kidding. It just works so well. I just I think Opal's design is so good. Like there's not much like interesting things I can say in this. I know. I just but... other than like, oh, I like this a lot. <laughs> I, I feel the same way. I'm like, uh, well, let me find the proper words to describe. But no, I just I I love the way she looks. I love the attitude, uh, and I love the fact because Pearl and Amethyst are really very much opposites in this show so having them fuse into a perfect combination of the both of them is just so interesting in my mind like like yeah garnet and amethyst like i get and garnet and pearl i get but i I don't know because no two characters are farther apart than pearl and amethyst so it's really interesting Mm -hmm. to see them unite and i like that that's why it's so rare too because they're not normally in harmony it takes a lot for them to actually do it and fuse yeah yeah Yeah, i think uh one thing i wanted to mention i I don't know if i really said it already but i remember like when this came out when this episode came out i was i think at that point i was watching it weekly yeah i must have been uh because i remember like going on message boards and like going on co and seeing people like talking about this and like how it was just it just felt like such a like a big thing because at the time like adventure time was coming out and adventure time was starting to do a lot of really weird like fourth wall things it was really pushing the boundaries a lot for what cartoons did at the time but then steven having this element i just remember everyone being so excited like like oh my god what characters are we going to see form together and like how much of an effect is this going to have on the plot definitely yeah it really let steven universe stand out as its own thing like this this was steven universe's thing for quite some time yeah um, i also see a super light only a few episodes later it's it's pretty soon the uh, oh really i was trying to remember that yeah because that's a that's a garnet and and uh amethyst right yeah it's the the coach steven episode is it called that i'm not sure yep What's, how many episodes Voiced by Nicki minaj wait what <laughs> Yeah, Sugalite is voiced by Nicki Minaj. For real? Yeah, you didn't know that? No, I didn't know that. <laughs> really? I'm pretty sure. I'm like, I'm like 99% sure Nicki Minaj voices Sugalite. And that's why, like, in almost all of her other appearances, Sugalite does not speak because they just, I guess, it would be too much of an effort to schedule with Nicki Minaj. Huh. I did not know that at all. That is hilarious. I mean, Opal 2 has only like three lines in the entire show. Yeah. And, I, yeah, and I guess a song in the movie, half a song. Oh my god, that's like uh, such a great moment. Like I, I love the Steven Universe movie so much, and that song yeah. is like incredible. But also having Opal, that scene when Opal formed, I was just like, uh, yeah. they're fucking doing it. Like this is it. <laughs> like I'm here. I'm just no words could express my excitement. I know because it's such a rare treat. Yeah. Oh. I love that song so much. I love, like, the whole soundtrack of the movie. I can't wait. I keep saying yeah. this, but I can't wait to talk about the movie on this podcast. <laughs> the movie's going to be just so great to like 500 episodes down the line. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> 2025, baby. Old and moldy. Uh, yeah, it, Coach Steven is a t- is the 20th episode, so that's coming up real fast. Damn. Hell yeah, I can't wait. I'm so excited. I love steven universe and i love talking about it as do i i just i i I really really do fusion was 
the best part of Steven Universe for me, just because of... Uh, just, Very unique. Yeah, it's unique, and just the thinking behind it, like, I, I, I just, it's fun to imagine, like, your consciousness just kind of getting blended. And I love how... And it's also, like, this is kind of, like, the one of the big moments that's, like, you should be able to figure out that Garnet's a fusion now, because when we see Opal Fuse, we see both of their gems, like, are still elements of the design. So this is something that, like, I didn't... I think I might have seen, like, some posts of predicting it, but I remember, like, getting to that uh, episode where Garnet gets defused for the first time, and, like, it was a pretty good reveal, I think. Like, a pretty good, like... Because just, I think they show, like, Ruby first, and you're like, hey, this kind of looks like Garnet. And then they show... um, uh, What's it called? Um, Sapphire. Yeah. And then once they've actually fused, you're just like, like oh, oh, it's I don't know. They did it in such a it, such a great way. Yeah. There are tons of tiny teases when you if you know it, like like the gems, uh, like the crystals on the door lighting up, or even in the in the episode uh, Gem Cuisine, is it I think, where they form Alexandrite and they unfuse because they can't harmonize. You you see like the shape of of. Uh, ruby and sapphire like falling yeah. to the ground and then Ooh. fusing together as garnet in like half a second i'll need to pay attention to that because i i didn't notice that on first watch uh yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna totally freak out when i see that <laughs> i'm gonna clap at the screen like, ah! you have to pause you have to pause at the right second it's really really <laughs> really short um i love the art in this episode like all of it the yes. character yes. art i I, okay, I only have rewatched this episode and the others like a few weeks ago, but I feel like this one is kind of a leap. I feel th- this is this is even better than anything before, especially in no. expressions and and. I definitely agree even. with you. I think that um, I I kind of noticed that too. I was like, wow, the uh, the quality of the animation seems to really be, really be shining through on this one, especially. Um, We've talked about how Pearl in these early episodes is just a hot mess. Um, yeah, but Pearl looks great in this. <laughs> yeah, looks Pearl looks almost, fine in this one. Almost like yeah. in the later seasons of the movie. She has a sim- very similar face now. Her eyes are bigger and more expressive and less freaky. Yes. <laughs> the gem placement is actually done right. Because the, <laughs> the one thing that like throws off her design so much is when they just put like the big Pearl like right on her forehead and it, and it's not like offset with her skull. That just always gets me. Yeah, and yeah, the the facial animations were great too. I mean, the whole <laughs> the whole animation sequence during the song was just really well done. A and B, really funny. But like when uh, like when you see Pearl give a little snicker uh, when the dirt falls on Amethyst, and like I mm-hmm. and just Amethyst watching the faces. Shark. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love that. a shark in a tiny river. System. Every time I see that, I'm fooled for one second, and then I notice like the big amethyst gem. And I've watched the fucking like, um, what's it called song so many times on on YouTube, the um giant woman song so many times. And every time I see that, I'm always like, oh yeah, amethyst turns into a shark at the scene. <laughs> it it actually I forgot about it completely, so I was like, huh, oh, it uh it it done did get me. I haven't, yeah, just... I haven't looked at the map of the Steam Universe world yet, but I'm pretty sure that this uh, this thing, this structure, is in Japan, because like 
I mean, the whole art style of the background looks kind of like old Japanese illustrations, the way they draw like the mountains and, and trees. Yeah. And mm -hmm. also I looked it up and the Heaven and the Earth beetle, they felt familiar and they're rhinoceros beetles. And they're not just rhinoceros beetles, but they are Japanese rhinoceros beetles. Oh. Specifically. Only they have that that specific horn shape that has that little little fork at the end. Yeah. And huh. um, apparently uh, these Japanese rhino rhino rhinoceros beetles <laughs> uh, are like a big thing in Japanese pop culture. There's a bunch of common riders named after them, and you have Heracross from Pokemon. And yes, is it like Kabuto? Is that the or am I crazy? Wait for for I'm Pokemon. Not sure. Uh, no, uh, the name of, cause I know that there's like, oh yeah, that's as like, I, there's so many like references, references to it. Maybe I, I'm, I don't, I I'm, don't remember the Japanese name of a beetle. Uh, uh, yeah, it's Kabutomushi. Yeah, that's it. Hmm. Okay. Cause I, in my head, I always think of, uh, in One Punch Man, he fights, uh, Carnage Kabuto, who is like a big beetle, beetle oh, man. True. And, yeah. yeah. That's the same beetle that, with the horn. Yeah, now all the connections make sense. Wow, that's such a great little detail. Yeah. And the one thing that made me think of, uh, like, the structure, like, the little, like, I don't even call it, like, the the hallway that sort of is uh, goes around the mountain, to me, looks very Asian-inspired. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, like, I mean, so, but I that's it. crazy. Also you put so much detail panels. in there. Um, yeah. These beetles are apparently, uh, like, very uh, commonly used as pets by Japanese kids and also... <laughs> So cool. And also for gambling, like they they huh? do like little beetle fights with them because the they, they have <laughs> horns. They, the male beetles have these horns to to fight and push <laughs> each other away. And so they put them on a on a log or something, and everyone has a beetle. And I said, okay, I'm gonna give you fifty thousand yen if my beetle pushes yen if my beetle pushes. <laughs> and that's apparently very commonly common, common. Thing in certain regions of Japan. It's really funny. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a really big JoJo fan, and in the current like part of JoJo, there is an entire fight, quote-unquote fight, that is two characters, uh, each betting basically on a beetle to win a fight. So they literally do that. <laughs> they have two beetles that fight each other, and of course, because it's JoJo, they're using all their superpowers and stands to like <laughs> influence the outcome. It's great. <laughs> that makes that so much sense. Also, I love the, wow. the tiny background of the the Heaven Gems room. It's just... Yes. <laughs> Stephen looks into it, and it's like this whole, like, messy, cool room with all this <laughs> stuff. She, she has, like, a little a little game console and uh, books and, like, like uh, bongos. <laughs> and, Baby beetle bongos, man. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's great. I mentioned very tiny bongos. Because if bongos are very tiny, you can barely hear them. It's, like, about... <laughs> It's yeah, that's a great point. What is the point membrane. of the box? But they do they just do like a <laughs> That's all. <laughs> now I want to see a beetle play bongos with his big horn. <laughs> Gambling big horned bongo beetle. <laughs> I uh also just like when uh Steven officially is uh talking to Opal at the end, just going back on that for a second. Like the sunset and the pink sky, it's just so gorgeous. Mm, yeah. Um, Opus Steven does a great job too. with colors. Um, Just the gem, sorry, was that? The Opus gem shines in so many uh, colors. It's beautiful. Yeah. And yeah, Steven does yeah. do a great job with 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 their pastel shades, especially. 
I've been rewatching Adventure Time lately and like just plowing through it and really loving it. Like Adventure Time is really good, but uh, I don't remember what episode Rebecca Sugar jumps on, but she's in there from like I think season one. And there's a lot of episodes that have like gems and like gem guardians or things like that, she's which I think really is really funny. <laughs> and there's actually one episode where uh, one of the characters gets like transported to like a, whatever a gem dimension or something, yeah. and she actually says like something about getting her crystal men to attack the main characters. <laughs> oh come on! So I'm gonna I'm gonna find that clip and I'm gonna try and do something fun with it. It's gonna be <laughs> face swap us on the. On the <laughs> My favorite little detail of the episode is when they arrive back at at the temple, and Garnet's just there, like like rubbing her hair, like with yeah, a like the towel's gonna get the lava, <laughs> and, and and it's smoking, and like what what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, and then I love how Garnet's just, <laughs> you know, Stephen did, he Stephen technically did save the day actually in this one. I mean. He was I mean, the one who grabbed of. the beetle, but I love how Garnet yeah. was like, uh, "Great work, Stephen!" Just you know, it was yeah. all Stephen. It's great, just wonderful. I I love Stephen Universe. Me too. Dude, it's so same. good. <sighs> yeah, no, but this was all right. Uh, do we have anything else to say? Uh, I'm gonna be honest, Tom. I know forever ago we we were keeping track of characters crying and hugging, <laughs> um, <laughs> but it has. I have not been paying attention to that, so I think we're going to officially cancel this segment here. I think that's a good idea, because... I'm going to say there's no cry in this episode, I'm pretty sure, and there's also no... I mean, there's no direct hug, but yeah. there's there's a thing where Stephen like, grabs his both arms around both of them and, and pulls them together. Ding-dang, uh, and it needs to be reciprocated. <laughs> but, it needs to be hug-on-hug hug action. Yeah. I mean that Stephen's crying every episode is just not true. It's just some yeah. weird like Mandela effect, I think. Yeah, I I totally yeah, like tricked myself into thinking that. Like I I really thought that Stephen cried in every episode, but it's the I was... first one. It's just the first one, really. That's that's the big yeah. cry episode because it because what he cries about is so unimportant. The, the ice cream that's like that feels annoying, kind of. And, yeah, mm-hmm. and I think like that colors baby. the perception of a lot of the early episodes. Okay. Yeah, I I am surprised too. I I thought there was more hugging. I'm you know what gonna be later. the hugging's gonna come. I I know it. Yeah. I know it. The day in my heart of hearts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, I don't have anything else to say. I just love this episode as well. Nah, it's so great. Same. Ten out of ten. Gotta rewatch it three more times tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Same. <laughs> At least like the last two minutes of it. Ah, but yeah. <laughs> I give it one giant woman out of uh, out of five. <laughs> Wait, only one? <laughs> only one has to earn the other giant women. <laughs> All right, so uh, I think um, we can uh, wrap this up. Uh, yeah. Thank you again, Never Paint, for joining us. Yes, uh, would absolutely. You like to, pleasure. Uh, pleasure. <laughs> would you like to plug anything else here? Sorry. Uh, just, just look at my art when I'm gonna post art again because I I went through some hand pain recently, but I'm start drawing again, and yeah, look at my art. I'm gonna draw cool things. Uh, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. At never paint on Twitter, never paint arts on Instagram. If you like check that. the description because yeah. I will have all the relevant links there. Hell yeah. Uh, I would like to thank all our listeners for hanging around with us. Um, I'm one of you. Can find. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, you can find us on uh, Twitter. Uh, we're on pretty much every podcasting app or resource. We're on YouTube, Spotify. A I always start to say Instagram, and I'm like, wait, Instagram's not a <laughs> podcasting place. Um, Gotta post it you second can... by second, man. Yeah. Uh, hey, honestly, we should start doing that. <laughs> Spread our wings. Uh, make sure that you follow us, subscribe to us, do whatever the, the little button that appears there. It really helps us out. Uh, thank you so much. And yeah, I think with that, uh, bye bye, everyone. Yeah, goodbye. We love you. Oh, <laughs>